Hello and welcome back to Control-Alt-Delete. Really excited about today's guest, who is Este Lalonde. You might recognise the name, well, just in general, because she has a million bazillion followers on the internet, but also because she's been a guest of this podcast before. In December 2016, I interviewed Este, and I also interviewed her live at Waterstones for the launch of her book called Bloom, Um, all those years ago. So it was so nice to catch up again on everything she's been doing. A lot has changed. She has done a lot. And we discuss the projects that she's currently working on. She recently signed to the major talent agency WME. She has an incredible YouTube channel that really is very friendly, very welcoming, very warm. It's one of the very few YouTube channels that I watch and sort of just relax to and have her vlogs on in the background. I find her very, um, very calming, a very calming effect. She has over 1.2 million subscribers on there and she's also written a book, which I just mentioned, and she's a brand ambassador for the likes of Lancome, Garnier and Adidas. She launched a podcast last year called The Heart of It, which explored subjects close to her heart, including feminism, travel and tattoos. And she's also launched another podcast called On The Line, which is a brilliant podcast about um, all those subjects that she, you know, shared experiences between women and what you talk about at sleepovers. She's sort of a modern day agony aunt on this podcast, answering the questions of listeners with the help of an expert guest every week. So I really recommend you checking that out. So we had a really good chat on this episode about Estee's really exciting jewellery collaboration with Daisy London. According to Daisy Jewellery's website, they've teamed up to create the ultimate jewellery collection filled with meaning and inspired by one of their favourite decades, which is the 1970s. Really lovely long chain necklaces, um, drop earrings, charm earrings. One of my favourites is the shield necklace which is um it's kind of chunky and long and I just love that and I'm kind of obsessed with gold jewelry in general so I really love the collection so uh we chatted about you know what it's like collaborating with a brand in this way it's quite a big commitment and a big project and how much she loved doing it and and how you bring to life a your own collection of jewelry so that was a really great chat but we also talk about life updates career updates and just in general how she's been since we last spoke so thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you like it and here it is So I'm very excited to be back with Este Lalonde. Hello. You're a returning guest. I can't believe it. I've never been a returning guest on anything in my life. So I'm honored. And I'm so excited to catch up with you. And also, I was just saying to you that I've been watching your Vlogtober. So I'm in your like new apartment, which I've become really attached to in your vlog. <laughs> so it's really nice. I always wonder what people think I'm doing in my space all day because it's weird when you live and work in the same place and I'm vlogging it and I live here. So there's kind of like a, I don't know, people do really understand my space. So I like that. I like yeah. that people know how I'm living, you know? It's the same as me though. Like I work from home a lot, but then I also have spaces that are 
really calm. Like it's really zen in here. Oh, thank you so much. I should have lit some incense for you, but I just didn't have time. <laughs> Do you ever work from your bedroom? Because I'm trying to just have that space now as like nothing but it's still hard I do not work from my bedroom because if I got in my bed in the middle of the day I would be sleeping so I can't do that um so last time we chatted I remember I think we were talking about podcasts mine was brand new so I was so happy that you came on as a guest um and now you've well you've done your second one and you've been doing some really amazing stuff I wanted to ask you about that um yeah so that was a while ago that was when you were just a baby podcaster (laughs) and I had just yeah I was I wanted to get involved in it and I was actually really inspired by being on your show I was like that's cool that's a cool format so I did my first podcast which was called the heart of it and it was a really structured show it was really well produced and I had an amazing team of people working on that show so we did one season of that And honestly, just time-wise, I couldn't commit to doing another show that just took so long per episode. And I really wanted to do another show that was a little more casual. I mean, my life completely changed from one podcast to the next. And I wanted to have a new show that kind of reflected my new interests. Mm. And also, you really kind of give a platform to other people I love the episode with I know that she has a few different job titles but essentially she's like a Reiki yes crystal I'm so into that stuff by the way I'm obsessed and I'm loving that I'm right next to like crystals right now yes Um, I always have to have my crystals around yeah Emma Lucy she's a Reiki healer and she was amazing I mean if you actually care about that you can go listen to the episode but she helped me through a dark time in my life and whether you believe in it or not it relaxed me for an hour so I mean there you go yeah and also you have such amazing you have such an amazing audience of women yes women who want to learn about life and also obviously have an interest in beauty as well I really do feel that and I feel that lately we've been connecting on a different level I mean a lot of people have been saying like you know I'm newly single and or I'm single and I've really watched you and seen how you've grown and really like you know embraced life and that's been amazing to just know that People who are struggling with whatever's going on in their life can look to my videos or my Instagram and just be like, she's just getting on with it. And I mean, that's what I'm trying to do, you know, and it's been amazing to just be going through that online. I mean, there were some points when I was like, I really cannot be online going through this. Um, But now I feel like I've kind of come out the other end and I'm feeling great. And there's just been so many amazing women in my life who have I mean, they're everything to me. They're everything to me. So I really want to start shifting my content even more to reflecting, to to reflect the women in my life and what we talk about. What do do you talk about when you go out with your girlfriends? You know, that's the kind of stuff I want to be producing. Yes, especially with technology and the fact that it's harder now to kind of make new friends even, let alone like romance. I loved your video with Amelia on living alone. Yeah. Yeah, that was a scary video to make, weirdly enough. But back to your point about making friends, that is hard. And I think even, you know, a couple of years ago, I didn't really understand the importance of having a solid friendship group. Um, I just was very, I was a loner. I've always kind of been a loner, but... I think when you start living alone, you realize you can't just hang out by yourself all day, every day, especially when you work from home and then you're going to hang out alone at home and watch like Love Island reruns. Like that's cool every now and then, but I cannot be doing that every night. I'll go insane. Mm. I'll go absolutely insane. The, The one thing I got from that video, and I think everyone would get something from that video, actually, even if they don't live alone, is, um, that idea of routine. How did you, how do you get the balance of like 
oh, it's going to be so fun being on my own today versus like, actually, I do need to see people because I know I'll feel better. Yeah, I think honestly, I'm just trying to listen to the intuition, even on something like that. Like if I've had a day where just... I don't know. Sometimes you just know, I need to get out of here. I need to go do something. Even if it's just walk down the street and go grab a coffee. You know, seeing people is important. This job is, it can be very, very lonely. It can be very busy, but it can also be very lonely. So I'm all about creating that balance. And I think as well, if I ever do get into a new relationship, I don't really know what's going on with that. Um, But I think I would always try to have this balance. Yeah, and to make new friends, because I used to be that person that was like, I've got enough friends, I don't need any more. And it's like, that is such a weird thing to say. And and actually, that just shows that I maybe had trust issues, like letting new people in. For sure. That's something that I always used to struggle with as well. But actually, it's like, you can have a lot of friends. You can you don't have to communicate with them 24-7, but making new friends is so fun. It really is. And there's so many amazing people out there with different perspectives on things. I've learned so much from so many people. Why would I want to limit that? Yeah. And, and it's nice to have friends that really understand if your job is a little bit different or niche because you travel a lot, don't you? Yeah. And I think you do need to find the people who understand that. I think I've asked you this before, but um, your beauty content really overlaps with self-care stuff I feel self-care is everything to me has it always because I've followed your channel for years and and I've always loved it for that because I think it's more than just like here's some stuff it's like here's how it makes you feel I really do want to make that message a lot more obvious as well because I don't know sometimes I meet people and they just think beauty is just so vain and it's just this thing and it's this marketing ploy and all that and okay I see that angle but I also see the amazing benefits of having a bath and feeling like oh my gosh I feel alive again you know what just taking yourself down getting in that oh my god I could talk about baths all day I love baths so much but what do you think of goop what do you think of what they're doing do you know what's so interesting because I feel like all of the attention's just been on Gwyneth Paltrow and so actually goop the idea of it I mean within reason I'm I'm into it because I'm a sucker for like really nice packaging I know I just believe that if a product makes you feel good then don't deny that right I mean so the other night I took a bath with a goop product that's called the martini and it's supposed to be an emotional detox bath and I got a few comments from people I won't name anyone but they were both just like this is bullshit basically is it I don't know because sometimes it's like a placebo thing. Right. And if you know that it might be bullshit, but actually makes you feel better, then who cares? It's made you feel better. That's my mentality. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Goop, and they've just opened in the UK, haven't they? Apparently. Which I'm guessing, which is why like it's everywhere again. But um, you know, the stuff about how she want, she was telling people to steam their vaginas. Yes. <laughs> and I was, and then doctors were like, like don't. really, you <laughs> please know, don't do that. <laughs> And and I I wouldn't want anyone feeling like they're less than because they can't buy expensive Goop products. Well, exactly. And I actually don't think you need the most expensive products to have that experience. I mean, I personally do love expensive bath products because they just do something for me. It's kind of like my vice, you know, it's like it's and it's the industry I work in. So, of course, I love trying new products. But um, but then you also work with like Garnier and yeah. like really affordable stuff. I really love Garnier. I mean, I'm not actually being paid to say that, but I really do love Garnier. I think they have amazing products. And, you know, I look at people like my mom, for instance, you know, she's not super into this, but she wants to feel good, but she's not going to spend 40 pounds on a bath product that's literally going down the drain. She doesn't 
think like that. You know, it doesn't yeah. do that for her. So I think it's all about finding those things that make you feel good. And that's what self-care is all about, you know? And also I feel like weirdly sometimes I feel like I, I'm quite bad at spending money. I'm quite stingy. But when I do, I'm like, I, do, I earned this. Yeah. And so that's like part of it as well. But with, um, you know, for example, like Alex Steiner. Yes. Who, who I used to work with at Glamour. I know she's your, a good friend of yours. The fact that she's just partnered with Primark, I thought was so interesting because I think you and Alex and like a lot of people in this industry, it's built on trust. Yeah. I mean, I know the whole thing with Alex's Primark collection. I think it's amazing. I mean, of course, it's not the obvious match. You know, Alex is so glamorous and she loves luxurious things and all of that stuff. Of course she does. But she it's exactly what we were just talking about. She believes everybody should have, you know, products that work and feel good and that, you know, that are affordable. Yeah. You know, and her products are incredible. And of course, she's never going to make something that sucks. She's just not. She's just really not. I think what she's done is incredible. I feel, and not just because she's my friend. <laughs> I feel the same about Emily Weiss from Glossier because I just I feel like every time I'm using Glossier I feel like Emily is there being like yeah it's great isn't it I just love her she's done a great job then totally I love Emily Weiss I love what she's done I think it's incredible I I mean she's goals like I don't love to use that word but she's goals like she's ultimate goals I think what she's done is insane and I feel exactly the same way when I'm putting that highlighter on I'm like yes girl but talking about brands, because we're going to talk about one of your collaborations that's launching, well, today, tomorrow, I mean, at the moment. Um, but how do you pick who to work with? Because you must get so many people getting in touch all the time. Well, it's an annoying answer, but I try to follow the heart. You know, sometimes I'll get an email and even if it's an amazing deal, if it doesn't sit well with me, I just can't do it sometimes you know I, I mean I do have a team of people around me now at this stage so it's interesting to talk through things sometimes we talk about the benefits of working with a certain brand sometimes we talk about why I don't want to work with a certain brand we really like to go through each opportunity um but yeah I, I just I really want to start doing things that feel totally right hence the jewelry collection which we can talk about um that's probably the first project that I've ever been a part of from day one and also creating something that's so exciting so it is a sort of first it is a first so yeah can you can we talk about that so I'd love to from like the beginning how it all came came about because I think as well people know it's really hard work and they know it takes ages but at the same time they don't we don't see all of that yeah I mean this collaboration has been eight or nine months of very hard work in the making, but I've had a relationship with Daisy for years. If you actually go back on my blog to like the earliest posts, like I think it was a post about their chakra necklace because I love their necklace and their candle so much. So I love that we've had this relationship anyway. And I was sitting down at my table with my old assistant, Sophie, I miss you girl, but she's not with me anymore. I mean, she's on this earth, but she's just not working with me. Um, and I was like, I really want to do a jewelry collection. I don't know how to do this. Like, I'd love to create something, but I just don't know how to manufacture things, get things like it's, it's insane. I don't know that stuff. And she actually said to me, like, what about reaching out to a brand? And I'm always like, I don't very often reach out to brands. And I was like, I guess we could. She's like, what about Daisy? And it instantly, as soon as she said that, I was like, yeah. It, I mean, I have to give full credit to her for that. And she sent them an email. And apparently, according to the Daisy team, they wanted to work with me as well. And they had a meeting earlier that week. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. It's just been so fun. It's been challenging in a completely new way. And I think that's what I've really been looking for lately. I don't want to say I have burnout but I also 
I'm 28 and I want to take on new things. Do you feel like it's like taking on like quality, like big, bigger things rather than like lots of smaller things? Because that's something I'm grappling with at the moment. It is hard because so many opportunities come up that are smaller, but they're still cool, you know, sometimes. But I think for me, I really felt like it was time for me to really sink my teeth into a project like I've never done before. And this is really like me. This is my name. And when you looked at the jewelry, you were like, this is so you. And that's just like the best compliment to me because I tried to pour all of myself into this, which is so scary. Oh, my God. It's so scary. And so exciting. And so exciting. Yeah. So how did you choose what to do because there's some real like statement pieces and there's some real like classic yeah pieces and it all makes sense like as a sort of collection well I really have to hand it to the Daisy team they've been incredible truly best team I've ever worked with um but we just kind of sat down we talked about what I wanted the collection to be like what what I wanted it to look like how I wanted it to feel why I wanted to do it what jewelry means to me and we really like dove deep and then um, we started sharing images and everything like that. You know, the, oh, the creative process is so amazing. I want to do a whole podcast all about how we did this. Mm. But besides that, I wanted, I had to make sure I would wear every single piece. I wanted every single piece to be something I would wear truly every day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? How many are you wearing right now? I actually don't have that many on right now, but I, oh, well, I say that, but I have two bracelets and two necklaces on. And I, a pair it of looks so nice. Thanks. I'm sorry, people who are listening to the podcast, but you're going to have to go and look online. But, you know, it. I, I know a lot of people will say, you know, it's just jewelry. It's just jewelry. But I look at it the same way I look at bath products or skincare. It's to me, it's not just jewelry. I find jewelry really comforting. I'm always playing with my jewelry. I'm always touching it. And it. it's I don't want to use the phrase comfort blanket, but it is comforting to me. And I really wanted the collection to reflect pieces that I'd been gifted like something that my mom gave me for instance and I think we all have those jewelry pieces that are special to us you know and I wanted to kind of reflect that and I love mixing and matching so I'm exactly the same like you know when you take off your jewelry at the end of the day and you put it on in the morning it's like armor yeah and I'm wearing a necklace at the moment which um says feminist on it and and I just think um yeah, it's just like a part of you, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a huge way you can express yourself. And I love the jingle that it makes. And I just think it's so special. I love it. On your Instagram stories today, or maybe last night, you were saying like you were surprised. Well, not surprised, but it's just interesting to see what pieces people are buying. What have you realized like even just now? Well, there have been a few pieces that have been more popular than others. And we all kind of sat around and thought, what what do you think is going to be the most popular? You never really know. But one thing that people are not buying because and I can't believe it are those these snake chain earrings. So they're like flat, long earrings. But I really think people need to see them on because Mm. they're a little crazy. It's like a statement, but it's actually not. But anyway, I'm surprised they're not buying that. I really want to try them because I think as well because I've got short hair yes and like with a high neck or even like an evening thing yes that's exactly the way I pictured that I literally sat in the meeting and we had this snake chain necklace I was like we need earrings like this um and honestly the whole team was like no so now I'm like nobody's buying it so I really need to back this up because I have so much faith in those earrings I forget what the question was (laughs) just how you decided but um yeah it's exciting and is this like the first phase or do you think like it's going to carry on or are you just sort of yeah seeing this what is happens? the first phase I really don't know where this is going to go I would love to do more collections obviously it's so fun um but I just really want to see how this goes it's like testing the water but so far the the audience has just been so receptive and I honestly 
honestly overwhelmed like I've called my mom four times this morning just being like mom oh my god this happened and it's crazy I haven't felt this level of excitement about something in a long time that's so cool and all of the artwork and everything around it has been is really nice is that that all come from you working together on that yeah I mean we did the most amazing photo shoot ever we went to this hotel in Deal and we just hung out there for two days and took pictures. And there was a stylist on set, Flossie from the Sunday Time Style, who's amazing. We had a great photographer, makeup artist. I mean, it was so special. I felt like Beyonce the entire time. And I don't know. I just think this collection has been so well thought out from the team and everybody's just been so communic. I can't say this word. Communicative. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I can never say that word. Um, and we really tried to make it a whole collection if that makes sense mm. yeah and with these amazing amazing opportunities and and the fact that you know you you've been doing this for a long time and got to the point now where you get to really like do these super exciting big projects how do you prepare yourself for like feedback in any way because I feel like to do this job you have to be able to deal with so many amazing comments but also like negative feedback I mean I actually am very, very hard on myself and I usually go into things assuming people are going to hate it. Literally everything I do, which is why this... I think most people, yeah, creative people are weird like that. Very weird. And it's so bad for the mental health. I mean, so for this, I assumed people were... I, I don't know. I thought people were going to like it, but not love it. I don't know what I thought. I honestly, I was trying not to think about it. Um, but just for instance, with Vlogtober that I'm like, you know, a video every single day in October... Yeah, there's going to be mean comments. Of course there are. I mean, you can't love everyone. And mm. I really try to remember that. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. It's interesting because I think people assume, because when you've been doing it for a long time, that you just like become really fine and immune to it. I feel like you let go of it quicker. So even if I get a comment that kind of stings a little bit, which happens very regularly, I'm getting quicker at shaking it off. Mm. But sometimes they stick for a while and you're like, God, my eyebrows do look messed up. <laughs> well, my eyebrows are horrendous. So I'll beat you on that one. Um, it's an interesting one. Exposing yourself to that many people. I've, I don't know if we should talk about this, but it's really interesting in the dating world. Because if I go on a date, they're like, what do you do? And you're like, here we go. Everybody yeah. Googles everybody, yeah. in my opinion. I'm guilty of it. How does it work then? Because your name is so known. I, would, I wouldn't say my name is so known. It's just you can, if you literally Google my name, it's like, oh, YouTube channel. You can watch eight years worth of videos. <laughs> cool. Oh my God, yeah. It's just a lot to explain to someone. I, I feel like at first people are like, that's awesome. That's awesome. But when you really get into it, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Mm. You know, it's not for everyone. But I'm really trying to keep my private life very, very separate from my work life. But it's hard because my work life is my private life. Would you ever go back and like put loads of stuff on private or is that not your style? I don't think so. No. I mean, it was an amazing time in my life. I want to remember it even for myself, you know? Yeah. So, and people love going back and watching old stuff. And it's, a, it's growing up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I love that. It is about owning that. Because I, I, um, I think back even to like my first book that I wrote, which was like two and a half years ago. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't have done that now. Really? Well, like wouldn't have said some of the things, but, of course. but I've got to respect who I was even three years ago. Exactly. And I'm going to probably look back on this podcast episode and be like, why did I say that thing? That was <laughs> dumb. I don't know. I haven't said anything too dumb yet, but no, definitely not. the episode is young. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
no i i think that's such an interesting point about like having all of your stuff online but i actually think that most people do now even if you're a youtuber or you do this as a job or not like everyone's got stuff on facebook or stuff on instagram that's true it's just a very different scale and i couldn't imagine rocking up to a date and being like do you mind if i just vlog this real quick mind if i just take an instagram story of this dinner we're having where where is the line then on your vlogs i just i like to keep my I would never say that I was going on a date, for instance. I would never say that. But you said it on a podcast. Yeah, I'll say it on a podcast, but yeah. I'm never going to be like live like, oh, yeah, guys just got sexified going on a date. Like I, I yeah. there are limits yeah. for me. Well, because I one thing I wanted to say and, and actually like just say I thought it was amazing is in your recent Vlogtober, you you really are talking about mental health. Well, it's just really at the forefront of my brain. I can't help but like mm. word vomit sometimes. It's amazing because you you don't realize how many people, even if they're not commenting, people will watch that and feel less alone. It's very powerful. It is true. Um, I think I've really noticed that as well. And just the amount, the amount of comments and the type of comments I'm getting has been really interesting. It actually makes me really sad to know that so many people deal with it, but it also makes me happy that we're talking about it more so it's a tough subject because i recently learned this phrase um vulnerability hangover do oh know, my do you gosh read Brené brown do you know who Brené i brown love is? Brené brown i absolutely love Brené brown so what it means is like when you've done something quite exposing like for example put your vlog up or i get it when i do talks i'm very very honest and talk about like all my failures and then i go home and i like, need to lie down because i feel so vulnerable but it's worth it for what you do, you know, what you put out there. But I just wondered, like, do you ever get that? Yeah, I do. I didn't know there was like a term for it, but that's incredible. It's literally like, it's like doing open heart surgery. That's how you feel. And you're like, oh, everybody, here's my insides for you to look at. And then you're like laying in bed that night and you're like, okay, I need to sew myself up now and get it together because I just did a thing. It feels big every time I talk about it. It's good that you know what you want to share and what you don't know. That's like a really healthy thing. I think it's important. Yeah. So I just wanted to end on a note on a note around the jewelry collection. So what are you excited about, you know, about it, about people having it? What do you hope people get from it? Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm just, I haven't seen anyone wearing it yet. It's still like really early. And I just think, I think I'm going to get emotional. I'm actually kind of nervous because we're doing a breakfast lunch and I have to do a speech and I feel like I'm going to cry. It's like, it's been three days before and I'm like, yep, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry because it just means so much. And I think when I actually see people wearing it, I'm going to be like, that's crazy. Mm. I just have to say the Daisy team, it's all girls and working with like the best badass women ever and just watching everyone fly with it has been awesome. Mm. Like just I've never worked with anybody like this. So I'm just excited. The whole team is just excited. That's so so nice. It is so much about the people behind a business, isn't it? Like it doesn't matter. It matters what the brand is, but it does matter about the people. Yeah. And we did everything with so much love and everything was really thought of. And I would say like, Kieran, would you wear that? Like, I really wanted to see everyone's opinion of everything. Mm. So it was amazing. Anyway, I don't want to go on about it. I'm loving the, so what's the one that you're wearing now? It's like very chunky. Yeah. It's the large shield and it's on a really long chain, which I thought people would be I don't know I didn't know if people were gonna like the long chain but I'm trying to bring back long necklaces yeah I love it (laughs) congratulations thank you thanks for catching up um you know return guests you'll have to come back again oh my gosh I don't know if the people are gonna want any more of me (laughs) but thank you so much for having me again thank you
Thank you. Thanks.